Hello, welcome to the Ferret Paradigm podcast. This is a replay episode taken from the original podcast I had called Stall on Our Hearts. Enjoy. What is a weasel's favourite carnival ride? The ferret wheel. Hi, my name's Nairi. I live in South Australia. I currently have three ferrets, Trixie, Winnie and Marie, and I've had quite a few ferrets before them. Also in my life, I've had two guinea pigs, a pet rat, a poodle, some native rats which were sort of like copy mice but without the hop and now we have a small chihuahua called Freya and I just generally love animals. Welcome to my podcast as yet unnamed because I'm very indecisive. In this podcast I'm really hoping to advocate for ferrets and other exotic pets. Um, I think it's very important to share information and learn as you go. Um, I'm not actually a ferret expert I just really, really like them, and I guess I'm willing to do the podcast, so why not? Over the episodes, I'll be talking to as many experts and pet owners as I can, Um, and I guess you just have to make your own informed decisions about what I say and what you might learn on this podcast. I'm hoping that there'll be information for beginners and long-term ferret and other pet owners. If it's not entirely obvious already, uh, I've never done a podcast, I'm not a public speaker, though I do speak to um, groups of people at my work, and I'm actually internally celebrating that I have like over a minute of podcast right now, so um, I'm really hoping that the episodes can be a nice even length. They might not be, we'll find out. Just talk until um, run out of to say on the topic I suppose but you know I'm just willing to put myself out there for the weasels do it for the carpet sharks Nairi um I actually have social and generalized anxiety disorder so this is a big deal for me but I haven't actually been able to find any other ferret or exotic related pet podcasts I mean maybe I'm just not looking very hard but I just really thought it was important to share what I know and try and find out what other people know to share with you Um, Online I run a group called the Ferret Advocacy Society, at the moment it's very small, I hand out postcards with ferret information on it, I share medical information that I find online and also any dangers I hear about. Join or not, that's fine, but it's for people who like to share information about ferrets and hopefully improve their lives um, and their qualities of life just like hopefully this podcast will do. Um, I do realise that one of the flaws of a podcast is you can't actually see the cute adorable ferrets as they run around and play and uh, you can't really see their medical problems. So we'll be creating a website where I'll be including videos and photos and written information because I know we can't all listen to the podcasts and maybe people can share their own examples of what I talk about. If you have something I'd like to... T- there. Could just edit that out, but I don't know if I will. Um, if you have something that you'd like me to talk about 
on the podcast, um, please send me an email and I'd be very happy to talk to you or about you or with you or just read out what you say and I'll try and answer it. So uh, yeah, first episode, go! Episode one, what even is a ferret? Uh, A ferret is a small domesticated weasel, carpet shark. (laughs) No, um, it's a small domesticated um, mammal. It's a carnivore. Um, It can be from 500 grams for a really small girl up to maybe even three kilos for a big boy. They have a very distinctive long body and sometimes it feels like they don't even have any bones because they're so floppy and they can just sneak into wherever they want. They have long fangs that sometimes stick out from the bottom of their, uh, from the top of their lip, sorry, over the bottom lip, like a little vampire. They've been uh, domesticated for thousands of years now. That means that they probably don't do so well out in the wilderness unless I guess they have interbred with a polecat or the weather is particularly fantastic and there's lots of little animals on the ground to um to eat like in New Zealand where I hear that polecat ferret hybrids are a big problem. Uh, Ferrets are part of the family Mustelidae. There are about uh, 60 animals in that family um, and it includes things like minks, otters, ferrets, weasels, wolverines and badgers. Yes, terrifying wolverines and cute, slow, chubby badgers are both relatives of the ferret. Most mustelids are completely carnivorous, but a few eat some vegetable matter. Um, Ferrets are completely carnivorous. It's called being an obligate carnivore. Most of these mustelids have the long, elongated bodies and the small heads. All mustelids have long, sharp fangs ready for tearing flesh. Yeah, I think they're the most delightful pets that you can get. And because ferrets have been around for so long, uh, we don't actually know exactly where a ferret came from. But lots of people believe that ferrets are domesticated polecats. And if you look at a picture of a polecat, you can definitely see the similarities. Particularly if you're looking at a um, what's called a sable ferret, which is the brown and white ones. This is why polecat ferret hybrids are possible and why it's such a big problem because the polecats, they live individually rather than in a group and they are very, very good hunters and much more agile and less uncoordinated than a ferret. Um, So they're really good hunters. Um, So if you release both polecats and ferrets in one environmental area, they can and will interbreed and then you end up with environmental problems let's say. So in some parts of the world the governments are worried that this sort of thing will happen and so they ban having ferrets as pets in that area. Pet ferrets come in a few different colours. They're all shades of brown and white. You can get albino ferrets which are the ones with the red eyes. You can get black eyed ferrets or dark eyed whites as they're called. So they're called dews, D-E-W. You can have sort of grey ferrets you can get what's called a cinnamon ferret, which is sort of a, a palish, more reddish brown. Um, the most common colour of a ferret is the polecat or sable colour, which um, has 
dark black points, a whiter face and sort of the bandit mask that you might know ferrets for. Piebald ferrets also exist and they're sort of splotchy coloured with definite patches of brown and white sort of separate from each other. They're very uncommon. In many parts of Europe and some parts of the US you can get pretty much all black ferrets. Um, they're very dark, they're very uncommon in Australia. Um, actually I really don't think we have any at all. A bit jealous. Um, online you'll probably see some charts of different ferret colours and what they're called so people will say that the ferrets are cinnamon or um, or mitts and bibs which is when they've got white feet or a little bib marking on their chest. So you can uh, look online and see how to describe the ferrets you have or the one that you want but do be aware that they um, often change with age or the season so what you have at as a kit a baby might not be anything like what you've got as an adult ferret um, our ferret Winnie he is currently white with dark eyes uh, but as a baby he was white with tips of grey on his fur and sort of a darker nose and now his nose is completely pink and he's completely white. Trixie used to, doesn't anymore for some reason, go grey when it was uh, winter. So when she got a winter coat she'd just go a lot paler, she'd have a pale head and now she is sable all year round. Very strange. Marie started off a lot darker with little um, mitts and her little bib and now she's turned basically grey and brown. A lot greyer than her brother ever was, her brother's Winnie. If you'd like to share some photos of your ferret's colour changes, please do so and I'll put them up on the website. Uh, this is one fact that often comes up on um, interesting fact websites and um, images. A group of ferrets is called a business. And I have to say I absolutely love the um, comics where there's the little ferrets in their business suits standing around a photocopier and the water cooler. It's just so cute. I think my ferret's business might be more like um, a secret lair kind of business, not a uh, office business. A male ferret is called a hob. A That's H-O-B. A female ferret is called a jill. A female that has been spayed is called a sprite and a male that has been neutered is called a gib. Jib? Gib. I've only really read it. Um, I don't really talk about it like that. I just call mine the boys. And if you vasectomy your male, apparently it's called a hoblet. You might have heard that female ferrets can die if they don't mate. This is true. Um, that's one reason why you might want to have a vasectomied male ferret so that um, he can mate with her and bring her out of heat and she might be tricked into thinking she's got a pregnancy and that's called a phantom pregnancy or you can have your female ferret desexed. Ferrets can naturally sleep for up to 20 hours a day and if they're really elderly it could actually be longer where they just get up to eat and drink and have a little walk around. Kits might be asleep for only 18 or 14 hours a day depending on their personality. I think where the word ferret came from is just so cute. Uh, it came from the Latin word ferritus 
which means little thief. Um, I think that's just delightful because ferrets um, are well known for being little thieves and they've got the little mask on so they're just like a little burglar. They steal your things and oh, it's just a perfect name for them. Something that's pretty cool or interesting about ferrets is that the girls are much smaller than the boys. They also tend to have a different personality to the boys. A girl is usually more active. Oh, here's my dog. My podcasting technique here is literally sitting on my couch with my headphones and gaming mic uh, with my puppy on my lap. So hopefully it will get better as time goes on. Um, My current recording technique is literally just talking and hopefully not making too many mistakes and then editing all the mistakes out after. I'm pretty sure lots of people do that, but at the moment I'm like a little kid who's trying to film a movie where they can only remember about one sentence of a line um, before they have to be told the next line. (laughs) So it's like all choppy and changing, but um, I figure many other podcasters started off as beginners. Like if you look at case file one of my favorite true crime podcasts um he started off just reading and it's pretty obvious um so hopefully i'll improve as time goes on and i become a bit more comfortable but hopefully i can get the information that i'd like to across so anyway as i was saying um the girls are usually a lot more active than the boys they really like patrolling i'll call it around the house to make sure that the territory is safe um The boys are more likely to be found rolling around in paper bags than the girls, but um, as usual, your mileage mileage may vary with ferret personalities. Um, One of my girls, who's not the boss ferret, she's not the alpha, she will spend hours digging holes in the couch or the mattress, so really it's up to personalities. What do you call ferrets? In our home, we tend to call them woos. W-O-O, because it went ferret to weasel to weasel woos to just woos. So we'll be like, oh, can you let the woos out, please? And we do woo counts and to make sure that we've got them all. Fuzzies is another one that lots of people use. Even rats, even though they're not rats. Um, I went online and I asked the question, what is a ferret? And here are some of the responses I got. Slinky cat, a cross between a rat and a snake. Shrink a cat to about half its size, then stretch it. I think a bit less than half its size, but that's cute. Someone also said Draco Malfoy. Oh, a cute small walk boy. A small stinky worm. Government created nano robot flesh eating robots. An animal that inspired the design of the Pokemon Ferret, which originally appeared in Johto, but is most known for the accumulated town theme from B&W. A snake mouse. Land eel. Quick tangent here about the difference between rats and ferrets. Uh, Absolutely no insult intended to rats. I really like them. But it really annoys me when people look at a ferret and say, oh, it's a rat. Um, one it's an insult to rats to react to rats like that but ferrets just aren't rodents Um, if you look at a rodent their teeth 
are long, the front teeth are long and it keeps growing for their entire life. They have to chew things to maintain the teeth at a reasonable level and not stab themselves in the face with their own teeth. If you look at a ferret's teeth, they have little front teeth for grooming and lots of fangs. Their teeth are similar to a cat's and that's the teeth of a carnivore. Thank you for listening to one of the original episodes of Stolen Our Hearts. This was the Ferret Paradigm podcast and Nairi speaking. Come on over to the website which is stolenourhearts.com for details of my membership program, the other podcast I have and the show notes including transcripts. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok as Stolen Our Hearts Podcast. I'd absolutely love it if you'd follow me.